0: now here's brian barnhart hey
1: there and good morning everybody on this tuesday morning we've hit the eighth day of may we are so glad you're with us wherever you might be listening on a penny for your thoughts heard each and every day nine to eleven right here on this radio station news talk 1400 wdws and what great weather we're having finally we deserve a bunch of this, don't we, after all the uh, weather we've had this uh, winter and s- into the spring. Sunny and warm today and a high of 82, and, uh, boy, enjoying that sunshine driving in this morning as I drove in uh, to work. Just enjoyed looking at that and uh, soaking in as much of it as we can before it gets hot and humid. Uh, Greg says, I guess, it's going to be really hot and humid later this summer, so, um, which I guess is normal, but maybe a little more uh, frequent this time around. We'll see. Anyway, it's good to see uh, that you're there and you're listening and you're with us, and you can visit with us uh, the variety of ways that Gene Honda mentioned in the open. You can call us at 356-9397. You can email us, talk at WDWS.com, and you can always text us throughout uh, the show on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357. Had a, a good show yesterday. Enjoyed visiting with the Libman family. Hope you enjoyed that. We've got just an hour today of Penny for Your Thoughts for Me. And then it'll be uh, Paul Rudy and his team on the money in the second hour today. Back tomorrow, Tom Bruno will be my guest during the course of the show tomorrow. And on Thursday, we'll have Ed Charlow. He's always a favorite, very optimistic, great man in our community uh, with his wife Carol Ed and Carol Charlo. But uh, we'll visit with Ed Charlo talk about uh, the economic data that he will have presented the night before at his Busey Economic Seminar as uh, we honor Ed Charlotte for all his years of service in our community. And then uh, Friday we'll um, basically have uh, open forum discussion, although I am going to hit on a couple of topics. Uh, one will be Mother's Day, which is coming up this weekend. And also, of course, commencement at the University of Illinois. So we'll talk more about that as we get closer to Friday. Some of the headlines here in this uh, first hour as we throw open the uh, microphones uh, to you this first hour. President uh, Trump talking about the Iranian deal. He's expected to make some sort of an announcement uh, here uh, this afternoon. Also, uh, John Kerry, remember him? Former presidential candidate, senator, secretary of state. He's back in the mix here. Um, involved, I guess, in what they would call shadow diplomacy. Uh, If we get a chance, we'll get into that. Also, a big meeting last night in Muhammad with the school board there. I live in Muhammad, so that's been quite a discussion point over there. And the uh, chief talk, a future of talk on the chief from Chancellor Jones. You may have seen Julie Wirth's column or article today in the paper on that. Sports news, Io DeSumo, the future Illini, getting invited to the USA Basketball Under-18 training camp in Colorado Springs. Cardinals get shut out by Minnesota. The Cubs get a home run from each side of the plate from Ian Happ. They beat Miami. Illini Women's Golf will update you on where they are after one day of action. The NCAAs men play next week. And uh, remember uh, Mike Loxley. Remember him? He was the offensive coordinator here at Illinois. Well, he just is assigned for a big amount of money. And we'll tell you where and how much during the course of this hour. So it's open line here this uh, first hour. We're going to uh, also look back a little bit today in history. This is a big one. If you are into history like I am, this is a very big day. Uh, We'll talk about that and more as uh, also an anniversary of sorts for one of our colleagues here at this radio station. So all of that straight ahead. But first, our opening timeout. Back to get it started after this opening timeout. 356-9397 356-9397 is how you can join us on Penny for Your Thoughts on the phone lines today. Text us, Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line. No matter what we're talking about, you can always text in and bring the topic back to where you would like to have it as far as if you've got something on your mind. And again, with an open line, open forum, you have the floor. So it's your microphone, 3515-357. You can email us, talk at com. Everyone knows Mike Namoff for 30 years. Big Mike, as we know him, has been a major presence in East Central, Illinois, and beyond. He's had his store This Is It Furniture. He's been involved in many charitable projects. Of course, he was the founder of the Dream Team, competitive youth baseball organization. He operates, uh, owns mega events, raises money for charities, uh, Special Olympics, Boys and Girls Club, Crisis Nursery, and others. Uh, The Tom Jones uh, Kiwanis Challenger League he's been involved with. Uh, This Is It Furniture. Recently, we've been telling you about this. Joined forces with a new store. It's called Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop. And uh, these stores are now together under one roof. One large roof, by the way, with this new chapter. Mike, with This Is It Furniture and Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop, will offer you many options. You'll continue to take care of your furniture and mattress needs at This Is It Furniture, but at Snooze. And there's no other store like this one. You'll find... uh, Many luxury items. their lifestyle-adjustable bed frames, the carbon-cool pillows. I've got one of those. I love that pillow. Have a free and easy analysis done by their reveal machine. Find out where your pressure points are. They can find out right away when you walk in to help you determine what mattress. Uh, and they'll let you uh, kind of experiment with the different mattresses and see which one works. But that reveal machine really kind of gives you direction, helps them understand what you need. So it's at uh, Snooze. Luxury Mattress Shop. This is It Furniture at Country Fair Shopping Center. Springfield and Madison Champaign. Make sure to say hi to Big Mike. He's hard to miss. Everybody knows him, so check it out there. President Trump preparing to tell the world whether he plans to follow through on his threat to pull out of the landmark nuclear accord with Iran. And uh, they say it will almost surely ensure its collapse in a burst of last-minute diplomacy. Punctuated by a visit by Britain's top diplomat, the deal's European members gave in to many of the president's demands. That's according to officials, diplomats, and others briefed on the negotiations. So that is going on in Washington. He's expected to make announcements sometime this afternoon. Also news that the former Secretary of State, John Kerry, has been meeting with the foreign minister of Iran, to, quote, strategize on how to preserve the Iranian nuclear deal. The two of them drew up for President Obama to sign. And there's a column in the Washington Times about that. It says if it was not against the law, as per the Logan Act of 1799, you'll have to look that up, and probably was not, says it's against custom, common sense, and diplomatic propriety, as any other Secretary of State could have told him. Michael O'Hannon is a foreign policy scholar at the Brookings Institution. He told the Boston Globe it's unusual for a former Secretary of State to engage in foreign policy like this as an actual diplomat and quasi-negotiator. Of course, he says, former Secretaries of State often remain quite engaged with foreign leaders, as they should, but it's rarely so issue-specific, especially when they've just left office. Mr. Kerry, calling this shadow diplomacy, thinking the use of a familiar European term lends mischief a good name, but uh, shadow diplomacy is formally established in European countries, and in Britain, where a party that is not in power names a shadow minister who is expected to become the real thing when the opposition becomes the government. Mr. Kerry, it says in this column in the Washington Times today, Mr. Kerry's no such animal. They called him a mischief maker. So I don't know what you make of all of that, but uh, that is going on overseas as well. John Kerry back in the news. Haven't heard his name in a while. And uh, the Hawaiian volcano continues to force evacuations. Uh, the world's most active volcanoes uh, affecting real estate. They're trying to figure out what to do out there in Hawaii with that. But I think the best thing to do would be leave, right? Get out of the way. <laughs> We're at uh, 916 here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Let's go to the phones to Ursula. Good morning, Ursula.
2: Good morning. Um, why did we have Head Start?
1: Why did we have Head Start?
2: Uh,
1: well, you tell me. what.
2: Well, I thought it was supposed to uh, help children that are underprivileged Mm -hmm. to be up to snuff by the time they go to kindergarten. So, you know, I mean, most children, by the time they go to kindergarten, have watched Sesame Street, and they know how to count to 10 or maybe to 20, and they can print their first name, and uh, hopefully they know their phone number, and, you know, where they're living mm-hmm. or can show somebody where they're living and things like that. Well, now, uh, apparently, that hasn't helped because uh, a lot of the children uh, are, you know, people for these children want uh, a private academy or something to bring them up to snuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Talking about the charter school proposal originally? Yeah, yeah. and
2: so uh, maybe we should... Uh, you know, stop wasting our money on Head Start and have the charter school, uh, maybe that would be more helpful. I mean, there's a lot of money going into these things, and if it's not helping any, I mean, you know, uh, our bills keep going up and up and up. I just got my uh, tax, real estate tax bill, and there was uh, quite a chunk of an increase and I thought, uh, since I'm on uh, of an age where I get a deduction for, you know, f- uh, for this, uh, that my taxes wouldn't go up. Well, that was wrong. At the same time, there was quite an increase in my tax real estate tax bill, mm. and so uh, you know uh, that was because uh, beca- that was because uh, schools have gotten a hundred percent increase in their rate of uh, taxation from us
3: Hmm.
2: at least i called you know i called the assessor's office Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: that's what they said so maybe we can do away with head start and then you know do things that will help these children
1: yeah well i mean i think that was the the gist of what you're saying is what the people that wanted to with the charter school were saying hey what the way we're doing it we feel isn't working you know that the the money we're spending or however we're doing it you know the test scores are falling and here's an alternative um sounded to me and like they you know the school board had a lot of questions for them and uh, they came back with some of the answers but some of the i don't know just the organization wasn't quite there that the school board was looking for or whatever um you know but uh, obviously and i can understand if you're a taxpayer and you're saying hey you know we're not getting the results for the amount of money we're putting in you know, as taxpayers, we need to get better results, and I think everybody, you know, feels that that needs to be uh, addressed no matter what your position is on the charter school.
2: Yeah. So I hope something can be solved in this situation. So, yeah.
1: Very <laughs> good. You. Thank Bye-bye. you, Ursula. Yep. Great to hear from you, 920. You've heard us talking about Woods Basement Systems for years. Since 1986, the Woods family has helped over 55,000 homeowners. Area basement or crawl space wall cracks. I don't like going into crawl spaces, by the way. Have you been in one lately? They're not much fun. My knees just man, they just I get torn up under there. But I'm talking about the foundation walls of your home. What's lurking in your dirt, crawl space, mold pests of all types and smells, especially in the springtime, once the air conditioner gets cranked up. Call the area's highest rated, most reviewed contractor, Woods Basement Systems. That crawl space wall cracks will let water leak into your crawl space. Most of that water gets trapped in top of the vapor barrier too and it evaporates up and into your home and mold loves that so just kind of one problem leading to another you can protect your home's investment and uh, get your free estimate from woods basement system doesn't cost you anything to have them come and take a look anyway and get an estimate and uh, make them uh, a part of your uh, routine there to figure this out if you can 888-935-4333 888-935-4333 or go to woodsbasementsystems.com we'll take a break we'll come back Look back a little bit. Important day in history uh, for you. After this uh, timeout on Penny for your thoughts, nine twenty-four here on DWS. Your yard's an important part of the special place you call home. What's hard is keeping your yard looking great all year long, even in the upcoming summer months. It looks great now. Of course, it depends on the weather and the moisture and everything else. But our area changes from year to year. This has been an unusual year this year, but. Spring Green continually studying the east-central Illinois area learning from research done at the University of Illinois and elsewhere to provide the best up-to-date products and service for any year's existing conditions. Let the local lawn care professionals at Spring Green take special care of your lawn and landscape investment. Not only do they uh, expert in uh, lawn control, but also excel in insect control. Ask about the grub control and other best problems or a Spring Green's Emerald Ash Bore Tree Injections with a 90% success rate. If your ash tree gets Emerald Ash Borer, it's gone. Protect your ash trees with help from Spring Green. Make sure you ask them about their fertilizer, pre-emergent uh, weed control, that that application, that's uh, very important to get that done. And all of Spring Green's technicians are licensed by the state of Illinois. Call J.T. Warmbier or Steve Emke, 359-2111, or visit spring Green we got an open forum here, just a short show today. If you want to get in, got until the uh, top of the hour here, and then we'll have uh, the folks from Paul Rudy. And on the money, Tom Bruno joins me tomorrow morning, then an open line, open forum uh, tomorrow. Open forum at 9 a.m. on Thursday, and then uh, Ed Charlo. Then we'll talk about commencement and Mother's Day on Friday, heading into the commencement and Mother's Day weekend. Text in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line says... Uh, John Kerry is a known liar, Vietnam-era fraud. He says if he wants to make noise, he can jangle his jewelry and ketchup bottles. That is from uh, CJ. And also, I mentioned Mike Loxley, the former Illinois offensive coordinator, just uh, hired as the offensive coordinator at Alabama. How about that? And he's going to make $1.2 million. Mike Loxley. Of course, he just uh, unfortunately had a tragedy in his family. His son was killed last uh, fall, I believe, last September. And uh, Mike's been around a little bit, was at New Mexico as the head coach, Maryland offensive coordinator, and then has worked, uh, I think, on the staff at Alabama last year. And now is the offensive coordinator, worked under Ron Zook here, $1.2 million to be the offensive coordinator for the Alabama Crimson Tide. On this day, 1945, VE Day, victory in Europe, Announced that Germany had surrendered unconditionally to Allied forces. I know that generation is slipping away from us every day. The greatest generation fought World War II, won the war. Uh, VE Day was a big part of that uh, victory over um, Germany in Europe. And we look back at that on this day, May 8,
0: 1945. Franklin Roosevelt died too soon to witness Germany's final surrender in World War II, But only a week after his death in mid-April of 1945, British and American troops had captured Nuremberg, while Russian forces surrounded Berlin. Having named Grand Admiral Karl Donitz as his successor, Adolf Hitler, along with his new wife, Eva Braun, committed suicide in his Berlin bunker on April 30th. On May 2nd, Red Army troops captured Berlin. Shortly after midnight Eastern time on May 7th, 1945, news of germany's official unconditional surrender was heard over the mutual network during an interview program featuring actor Helmut dentine the Boyer part which of course was very thrilling and uh, a bit of good news for me wonderful so i don't know what my career Uh,
4: from the mutual newsroom in new york a bulletin from london a french communique broadcast by the paris radio said today that a truce has been concluded in the battle for the french atlantic port of la rochelle and that the Germans have returned 175 French prisoners. And of course uh, you heard the earlier bulletin the BBC recorded at 8.09 a.m. Eastern wartime, a radio Flensburg German broadcast quoting the German foreign minister as announcing that the German high command accepts unconditional surrender. The Flensburg radio on the uh, German Danish border said the German surrender decision was reported by Count Ludwig Schwerin von Krasik, German foreign minister appointed only last week. More news as fast as it is received. Now back to the program in progress.
2: Well, Helmut, you you were in the Austrian army, weren't you?
0: Good morning from the White House in Washington. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States.
2: This is a solemn but a glorious hour. I only wish that Franklin D. Roosevelt had lived to witness this day. General Eisenhower informs me that the forces of Germany have surrendered to the United Nations. The flags of freedom
0: fly all over Europe. For the second time in 30 years, much of the world had mobilized to defeat Germany's war machine, but at a terrible cost. Determined not to let it happen again, the Allied forces partitioned Germany into two separate states, Yet this partition would itself become the focus of a new kind of global conflict, the Cold War.
1: So that's uh, Bill Curtis, and uh, looking back on this day, VE Day, it's uh, May eighth, nineteen forty-five. What is that now? Seventy-three years ago, on this day. So just wanted to honor those who uh, served and fought in that conflict, uh, World War Two, and again uh, our greatest generation, as they as they call it, and obviously um, did so much uh, to ensure freedom and uh, keep that going not only in uh, Europe, Western Europe, and around the world. So we thank them and just wanted to honor them today with that memory. We'll continue with more. Penny, for your thoughts, open lines up until 10 o'clock today, and then we'll have On the Money just after the news at 10. We'll come back with more Michael Kaiser news headlines at the bottom of the hour. Your text, phone calls, and emails straight ahead. Tom Bruno's tomorrow. Here's Michael Kaiser. Any for your thoughts? Short show for me today. We'll have Paul Rudy in here after the news at 10. Glad you're with us wherever you might be listening. What's on your mind today? As we open up the phone lines here this half hour, you can join us, 356-9397. You can email us, talk at WDWS.com. And you can always text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. As we uh, approach summertime here, I want to remind you to uh, make that short drive in the country, the Beef House, established in 1964. For over 50 years, people have been venturing to that uh, direction across the state line to enjoy great steaks as well as uh, chicken, pork, pasta, and seafood. If you're looking for a smaller entree about a Beef House hamburger or a cheeseburger, you can do that, or a filet or cod sandwich, maybe a breaded or grilled pork tenderloin, all of that available, or a Philly cheese steak sandwich. At the Beef House in Covington, Indiana. And you can enjoy at the uh, Beef House, freshly brewed coffee, hot tea, iced tea, milk, cappuccino, soft drink. It's all there. And a lot of people come to town for weddings or family reunions. Great time of the year for that. Why not pay a visit to one of the great restaurants in this part of the country, the Beef House. Exit 4, I-74 in Covington, Indiana. Say hi to Bob and Bonnie when you're there. Remember, they're an hour ahead. Keep that in mind. All right, 936 here on DWS. A couple of other notes here on the VE Day in Britain. A national holiday was declared May eighth, 1945. Uh, Winston Churchill had gained assurances from the Ministry of Food that there were enough beer supplies in the capital, and the Board of Trade announced that people could purchase red, white, and blue bunting without using ration coupons. And he also addressed the nation on the radio in uh, London. And he also appeared on the balcony of the Ministry of Health building in central London, and huge cheering crowds gathered to celebrate the end of the war in Europe. And he said, this is your victory. The crowd shouted back, no, it's yours. In July of 1945, though, they voted him out of office, as it turned out. All right, another anniversary coming up here in a moment. Let's go to Brian. Hey, Brian, good morning.
5: Good morning. Um, am I on?
1: Yeah, you're on. You're live.
5: i um- I don't. I don't hear any clicks oh, or anything anymore.
1: Okay. So, well, it's a new anyway, phone. New phone uh, system.
5: Yeah. Well, my <laughs> wife and I went and saw a movie this weekend. It was called Lean on Pete at the Art Theater, and it was about an old racehorse. And I saw something. And I do not know what to make of it in the, the the tertiary credits, the ones that nobody reads about gaffers and best boys and all that stuff. I was looking for a line saying something about. Well, we did not hurt any animals. In the film, making this film, I did not see that line, but I did see something else buried in there that just gave me pause to think. It, there was a line there that said, The working people of Detroit spit on President Donald J. Trump. And I don't know what to think.
1: <laughs> as, as part of the credits? Yes, sir. Really?
5: And I'm no fan of Donald Trump, but mm-hmm. I just don't know what to think when I saw that on a movie credit.
1: Well, how old's the movie? I mean, uh, is it? last year, and so it's just a fairly recent movie. Yes, sir. Huh? And They slid that in the credits somehow. Yes, sir. Yeah.
5: So I just—I don't know what to think. I would like to hear it, anybody else's thoughts on it.
1: Huh? Well, see, I'm kind of amazed that you're stayed around long enough to read all that. But
5: yeah, I know. That's why I, I'm, I'm bringing. <laughs> nobody reads that stuff.
1: Okay. Well, I—I anyway, I just... I don't know what to tell you on that, other than uh, somebody maybe that put together the film. Uh, didn't like Trump and slid it in there thinking nobody would see it. But it didn't get past so, you, obviously.
5: No, but if anybody has any thoughts on that, I sure would like to hear it. All
1: right. And what's the name of the movie? Right, what What's the yeah. name of the Lean
5: on Pete. It was about a, a old racehorse.
1: Okay. Lean on Pete.
5: All right. I, I don't think anybody else saw it, but I just, I just thought it was very strange.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks. Thank you. All right. We'll take a quick break. will come back. Our uh, boss is celebrating an anniversary today. We'll talk about that next. Penny, for your thoughts. So I'm looking at a photo here of VE Day celebrations in London, and there is Princess Elizabeth, the future queen, on the balcony. So I found that uh, interesting, celebrating uh, and remembering VE Day. We heard from that a little bit earlier. A couple of other notes on this day in history. 1886, the flavor syrup for Coca-Cola was invented by an Atlanta pharmacist, Dr. John Stith Pemberton who had been working on a new headache and hangover remedy. All right, so he invented that then. This was the day in 1987 Gary Hart withdrew from the race for the 1988 Democratic presidential nomination over the revelation of his extramarital affair with Donna Rice. Remember the boat he was on, monkey business or whatever it was? And uh, also on this day, 1978, David Berkowitz pled guilty to six murder charges in the Son of Sam killings in New York City. So that was all going on in New York City. And back here in Champaign 40 years ago, a young man named Mike Hale went on the air for the first time in this market. After nine years of being other places. That's right. And your first uh, day on the air was this day. 1978 on Locust Street. Yeah.
6: 505 South Locust. There is a boneyard detention basin there now. <laughs>
1: And what station was that? that? What was the number, I guess? That 103.9, okay.
6: which was originally called WTWC, where the world communicates. Okay. And then we changed it to WKIO, became K104.
1: Because you had been, uh, you grew up in M- Kansas, Missouri? I grew
6: up in Kansas City, St. Louis. Yeah. Went to college in California. That's why I was glad to hear your previous caller talk about uh looking at the credits at the end because i'm the only guy that stands there because occasionally <laughs> i'll see somebody i graduated from cal state long beach i'll see somebody on the
1: credits that i went to school with mm. and reading those credits yeah and i yeah. love reading the credits yeah. so you were on uh you played your first song which was stopping the name of love when
6: All i was right. here and i only came here for i mean yeah. i said year and a half tops Just teach me how to sell. And, you know, I'd done programming, been on the air, but I wanted to learn how to to sell. And uh, so part of the deal for me to come here from Southern California
1: was that they would teach me how to sell. That's uh, the one one connection between the two of us is. Right. You didn't grow up here, but we both worked in Southern California at one point. That is correct. And both eventually came to Champaign, or in my case, came back. Right. And uh, here we are. So, uh, 40 years on the air. Hang with me here a minute. Let's go okay. back to the phones here. Harold. Hey, Harold. Good morning. Hello?
3: Yeah. Um, actually, I was wondering: do you is ha- Julia Reitz going to be on sometime this week? I had some things I wanted to discuss. Oh. Well. Uh, one of them is: one of them is um, I called Crime Kits and put a tip in on people driving without a license and the officer pulled them over and they asked why they were pulled over and the officer actually told them that they had received a tip. <laughs> this Re- was in Rantoul.
1: Received a what?
3: A tip. Ooh, I oh I see Oh I see. Okay.
1: Over.
3: Okay. And so the people figured out They were blaming my sister for it because she's close with them to an extent dealing with them. I don't deal with them Mm because that's the way they are. And so I had to finally admit I'd done it so they would quit harassing my sister. Hmm. And the individual that's being prosecuted for it went to my wife's job in -in Myers-in-Urbana and started harassing her. And threatening me to her, and she has a heart condition. She was really shook up over it when she come home. And I called, and uh, I talked to one of the assistant state's attorneys. I think it's uh, Brand Brandy or something like it. Mm-hmm. And okay, I'll take care of this. It's been three weeks ago. I've left five messages, and people say that state's attorney never returns calls, and it's true. I didn't believe it, but it's true. Mm. They do not return calls.
1: Well. I don't know what to to tell you other than she was on this morning, but wasn't in a position uh-huh. where she was taking calls. She was on um, with the morning show with Dave and Elizabeth. Um oh, but, okay. but But we'll have her on again here at some point. So,
3: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of bad when, the, you know, it's supposed to, you know, be anonymous and then you give a, a person a clue to receive the tip. You know, it's kind of easy to trace if it's a small circle of people that it involves. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess you I keep, don't you, it, you yeah. <laughs> you guess you keep keep trying. I guess, and when she's on, uh, you know, you can ask. I guess is my only advice. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's pretty discouraging. Makes yeah, you I, not want to even deal with it
1: anymore. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. Hey, thank you, Harold.
3: Yeah. All right. Good to hear from okay, you. Thanks. All right. Bye.
1: Visiting here a couple of minutes with Mike Hale, general manager here, vice president of our company, who is uh, celebrating forty years on the air in uh, Champaign. Let me ask you. One question, two questions, really. One is um, radio, how it has changed in 40 years and how it has not changed in 40 years. How about well, that?
6: okay. It has changed in 40 years. Number one, there's a lot more competition out there. Mm-hmm. So you have to work hard. I mean, we're working as hard back then competing against four or five radio stations. We're working just as hard or even harder now. Mm-hmm. So... um You know, you got to be on top of your game. And uh, what hasn't changed is the response that people have to locally programmed and locally owned and operated media outlets. Mm -hmm. Uh, This company made a strong commitment uh, through our parent foundation to continue to foster local radio, radio done local here, as well as uh, print products. So. I mean, it's this is a rarity. What we have here is, you know, first of all, somebody that's in the radio station, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. That's a rarity, even in places like Chicago. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, suddenly the phone lines are lighting up. I don't know if it's because of Harold or because of you. Probably so, Harold. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, I'll hang for. You want to hang for a minute? We'll sure. see. We'll test this out together, shall we? Uh, Janice, hi Janice. Good morning. Good
4: morning. I just wanted to share information about an event today um, at the Champaign Library, if I may.
1: Okay. Um,
4: There's a group called the Rental Property Investors Forum Group, and it's a group of people that um, either own or manage rental property, um, and we meet monthly. Uh, It's going to be tonight, 5.30 p.m., and we have all different types of guest speakers and different topics um, to help us become better landlords. Um, and to protect ourselves as well because uh, um, it's just so much information that people need. So I hope that you'll um, get your uh, listeners to come join us tonight. Okay,
1: give me the t- give me the specifics again.
4: Again, this is yeah. at the Champaign Library, 5.30 mm-hmm. p.m., the Rental Property Investors Forum Group, and I think tonight we happen to be upstairs on the second floor, room 222.
1: Okay. Hey, thank you. Great. Appreciate it. Thank you. thanks for the call, Bye. Janice. Three five six nine three nine seven. Mike Hale's sitting in with me. A, he's the boss. He can do that. <laughs> and B, yeah. uh, this is his 40th anniversary on the air here in Champaign. and that's uh, that says something when you're because we're dependent on listeners, advertisers. Absolutely, you know, and if we have to. If it wasn't we, for them, well, we have to produce a good product too. Right. I mean, right. that's it all goes hand in hand. Uh, Joe's up next. Hi, Joe.
5: Good morning. Hey, Mr. Mike, I want to thank you for your lovely wife. Um, she helped deliver two of my children. One of them is at the is a junior at the University of Illinois, and she was working with Nancy Fay at the time at Carl. And she was she was uh, wonderful to deal with. I just want to let well, you
6: well know thank that. you. She's the rock star of the family. Trust me, because she has affected so many. She's affected so many lives down through the years with Dr. Fay, and uh, Dr. Powell, and the rest of the team at uh, the practice at Carl. So thank you very much. I will pass that on to her.
1: All right,
5: and 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 she is just a, a gentle spirit, taking care of expecting mothers and fathers i gotta tell you she's got a gift from god to do that she
6: did and thank you because yes she has a she's had a very strong passion for it and uh it's it's a very rewarding career that she
1: has had Mm -hmm. all right thank thank you thank you you, joe mike when did you start here at this company 2000 same time i think it was a
6: couple of months after you
1: yeah so I beat you here by two months. Yeah, I is think that right? So. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, another caller from Mike here. Is this Tony?
5: Yeah. Hi. Hey, how are you? Um, good. I enjoy the show, but one thing I've noticed in the switchover is is the demographic changed. Um, who's the target demographic of the show? Is my question. Because right. I feel like it's taken a more a little bit more of a conservative older type demographic and we all know that that's not who you're trying to get as far as your advertisers um so i was just kind of thought he could speak to that a little bit Um, okay because i know i know champagne's one of the more blue areas in the state and i'm not saying you know like i love elizabeth don't get me wrong and i'm not saying everything has to be like elizabeth but i felt jim was more balanced and we talked about things that 90-year-olds wouldn't care about as much as, as what's happening now. So I didn't know if he could speak to that.
1: Okay. We'll let him do that. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Yep. Okay.
6: the The It has not changed one iota from the time I walked into this building. Our goal is to – our target demographic is 35- to 54-year-olds. And don't do anything – that upsets people over the age of 55. That's the goal here. Mm-hmm. And uh and that's the way to grow Talk Radio. And we've been very fortunately with the people that work here have bought into that and uh, our audience understands that because I got to bring uh, we collectively in this company have to bring new listeners on board. There's a time when somebody will say, hey, I don't think I want to listen to music as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking at alternatives and the local radio station, for the most part, has been uh the beneficiary of that. Mm-hmm. And uh so that's always been our goal. So that's what the filter, that's that's what we look at. Brian and I talk about the show almost mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the show we talk about the show beforehand and we talk about the show afterwards so yeah
1: no it's good all right appreciate that and uh every station by the way has demographics yes i mean that's not unusual every every, that's part of the business so um that's why there are several other radio stations that do different type of music of course you're on light rock 97.5 and we've got our other sister station you know 1079 so Anyway, well, th- I just wanted to okay, celebrate well, thank your 40 you. years. Thank and, you very uh, much, Brad, yep, and uh, congratulations. <laughs> All right, thank you. Go celebrate. Thank All right, you. we'll take a quick break. Back with more after this on Penny. All right, we're at nine fifty-eight. Back to the phones here before the top of the hour. See what we can get done here. Hi, Sherry. Good morning. Hi, how are you, Brian? I'm doing well.
3: Great
1: job. I'm sorry. You're doing a great job. Oh well, thank you.
4: Your voice was made for radio. <laughs>
1: Well, you're very nice well, to say that.
4: Well, I just wanted to say to the last guy that said champagne is, the blue, is blue, that's changing. People are waking up to the politics in the United States, so we'll see at midterms how blue
1: we are. <laughs> okay. Well, some of that might have to do with, you know, we've got a university and we've got people from all parts of the country that Absolutely. come in, so that, that's part of it, Absolutely. I think. Absolutely. That is part of it. But people yeah. are waking up. Yep. Well, there's they a are. there's a lot of red states and a lot of red counties all over the middle of the country. So, I do it's know gonna
4: that. It's get redder, Brian. It's going to get redder.
1: All right. Hey, Sherry, thank you.
4: Thank you. Yep.
1: Have a good day. Appreciate it. And uh, I don't know, Don, you've got about 30 seconds. Can you make it quick? Uh, Hi.
6: Well. Hi. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm <fine.
1: laughs> Okay. That was quick. Thank you. (laughs) And we get a text in that says, I don't think we should give up on Head Start. Caller mentioned that earlier. What we should do is get rid of the Department of Education. It was created by President Carter to win votes. We send our money there to pay all our salaries, and they send some of our money back if we teach what they want with the liberal agenda front and center wasted dollars. All right, there's a text. I'm out of time, unfortunately. So uh, feel free to uh, give us a call tomorrow. Tom Bruno in an open line. Tomorrow on Penny for Your Thoughts on the Money is next on WDWS Champagne Urbana.